Good morning, my renegades. Welcome back to Rogue Radio. My name is Sarah Jane, and today, of course, is another Rogue News segment, which later on, um, after we hit 100 episodes on Season 2, it will be changed to the Renegade Times, just because I like to change things up. So, jump in the trenches with me. Let's get into it. If you have any comments, questions, or concerns, all links on how to reach me will be down in the description below. Thank you very much. A little update on some of the um, other series uh, segments that I've been trying to get back up off the, you know, back burner. Um, like the pedophiles, uh, I was going to investigate some really serious cases, but the thing is, is that the case that I was investigating is still ongoing, and I could get in a lot of trouble with talking about it, so, um, I don't want to spread information that is already, you know, kind of known. I don't want to touch on the Epstein case or anything like that. Any like really big elite people just because we've heard about it before. I I want to touch upon people that you haven't heard before. Um, As far as persecution press, I will have to put something out this week on that as well. And down the rabbit hole is something that I'm going to have to really investigate and really um, get into a certain subject and give you enough for um, you all to like what uh, I talk about. Um, I feel like down the rabbit hole is something that's very close to my heart. It's something that I I believe in conspiracy theories. So like, I don't want to talk about Bigfoot or the Loch Ness Monster. I want to talk about some real stuff that could be true. So, um, as far as that goes, I would really have to sit down and take a lot of notes and um, make sure I double check all of my sources. And things have just been kind of really busy because it's around the holidays and I don't have time for that at the moment. But I will at some point. So, look out for that. If you guys are new here, like Slovakia, welcome. Um, We have a structure here on this podcast uh, episode series. I don't even know what you would call it. It's a segment, I guess, but I have so many of those. Anyway, the structure here on Rogue News is politics. Interesting news that I find would be interesting for you guys to hear which is basically in the middle to kind of break up all the seriousness of the world. Hopefully it helps, you know, for me to talk about stupid things in between politics and then world news. So, yes, that's that's the structure. I hope you guys keep listening because I know I sound annoying sometimes. Mm-hmm. 
It's my heater. It likes to whistle. Anyway, um, the first politics, I guess, news, I guess it would be in current news, but we're gonna, we're gonna do it anyways. Uh, we're gonna read it anyways, because it, it captured my attention. So, House Oversight Committee launches probe into deadly Astro World Festival. So, um, if those, for those of you who haven't actually heard, Travis Scott and a few other artists, um, did this whole concert thing. It looked completely satanic and just, it was a disaster. A few people died, um, and it, it was awful. Um, there was no real, like, safety procedures put in place because Travis Scott, when he got on the stage, everybody went wild and people started uh, pushing themselves up against the stage trying to get to him and um, in the midst of that whole fray um, a bunch of people died in uh, the process of people trying to get closer to Travis Scott and I'm sure there's a whole lot more um, problems that arose in the um, concert so but um, Travis Scott performs at day one of the Astroworld World Music Festival um, at NRG Park in, on Friday, November 5th, 2021, um, in Houston. Concert goers described mounting anticipation for the headline rapper that led people to push towards the stage. Yeah, okay. The House Oversight Committee has launched a probe into the Astroworld music festival in Houston, which left 10 people dead and dozens injured. Um, on Wednesday, Democrat and Republican leaders on the committee sent a letter to Live Nation CEO Michael Rapino requesting information regarding security, crowd control, and mass casualty incident planning. The letter cited recent reports which raised serious concerns about whether the company took adequate steps to ensure the safety of thousands of concertgoers. The committee is now asking Rapino uh, to submit the requested information by January 7th and have also asked for briefing with him on January 12th. According to activity logs, um, nearly five thousand people snuck into rapper Travis Scott's Astroworld Music Festival. The Houston Fire Department's logs obtained by USA Today depict uh, what is heard by fire officials as they reportedly overheard cases where people were trying to breach security at the event. According to reports, over 200 people were medically created or created treated uh, even before Travis Scott made his appearance on stage. Additionally, police were said to have requested riot um, equipment after mass amounts of people tried to make their way into the festival. A coroner released the uh, cause of death of the 10 victims who lost their lives during the Astro World Music Festival. The Harris County medical examiner's office detailed the uh, victims aging from 9 to 27 years old. Okay, 
why is a nine-year-old kid going to Travis Scott's uh, concert? I mean, if they're supervised, I understand. I mean, to me, I'm like, if my kid is nine and they want to see a concert, they're going with me. And it better be a decent artist that doesn't talk about sex, drugs, and alcohol and killing people. So, I don't know if Travis Scott actually talks about that in his music. He is a secular music artist, so who knows what he actually talks about. I never actually heard of him until this incident happened. I'm not a big mainstream music listener. If I do listen to mainstream music, it's something that came from my time. I'm an elder millennial, so I'm like... I'm stuck in the past, like in the 2010s and stuff, so I mean, um, when it comes to new music, I'm just like, eh, it sucks. It sucks. But anyway, um, all suffered from compression asphyxia. Um, one 27-year-old victim's death, however, was combined with the toxic effects of cocaine methamphetamine and ethanol consumption. Jesus Christ. Okay. Mm -mm. Scott and the festival organizers are now facing multiple lawsuits on behalf of attendees who suffered injuries uh, in the deadly crowd surge. Mainly claimed uh, they failed to provide a safe environment. Well, of course. No, you did fail that. You failed at that. Yes. I'm moving. I'm moving from the bed to the chair because it would be easier for me. Give me a minute. Usually I would pause, but guess what? You got a little bit of behind the scenes of what I do. <laughs> okay. Musical artist Drake, who made a surprise appearance uh, the first night, uh, has been included in one of the lawsuits for allegedly inciting the crowd. Um, investigators are expected to look into the type of barriers and crowd control measures used to uh, by security. Ten people were killed and more than 300 others were injured during the Astro World event. Fans who lined up to watch Travis Scott perform, um, let's see, quickly pleaded for the show to stop after an estimated 50,000 people in the crowd began to stampede towards the front of the stage. What initiated the stampede is yet to be confirmed, but, uh, the push triggered a panic. Uh, said people began to fall out and become unconscious creating even more panic I could say something spiritual but I know people are gonna be like there there's nothing spiritual about music um you do realize that people can let me stop I'm just gonna incite an argument with myself <laughs> um I, I'll just say this the whole concert was satanic it just the way it looked there are a lot of um similarities to hell and what was going on in the 
um, Astro World Music Festival. What am I doing? Well, my husband texted me. He'll wait. He'll have to wait. <clears throat> and yeah, I'm not gonna start this over. I won't. The fact that people were just falling out and getting unconscious and everything, it just doesn't sit right with my spirit, I guess. Just doesn't sit right with me for, you know, people to be falling out unconscious during a concert. Because, I don't know. All of my concerts that I've gone to are Christian mostly, so, um, didn't have that problem. Mainstream music is stupid. I just kind of realized it. Like, the mainstream music nowadays is stupid. I, I don't know what Travis Scott sings or raps about, like I said. I don't listen to the dude. But for people to literally just push up against the stage just to get to, to a man. Just one person in the in the concert. That, to me, sounds like they're worshipping this guy, and I'm old school. I'm not gonna worship anybody. I'm not gonna worship a human being. Human beings are imperfect, and sometimes they piss me off. People don't need to be worshipped. Um, it just doesn't sit right with me even talking about it. Like. The fact that there were 50,000 people pushing up against the stage just to get a glimpse of Travis Scott, um, it doesn't sit well with me. This is the world we're living in where people are worshipping celebrities. And why? They don't care about you. There are so many things popping up on my phone about Travis Scott and how, you know, what he did was unacceptable and everything, everything that he's been saying is so insensitive. And I'm just like, well, there you go. Why are you even worshiping this man? Why do you even care about his music? Why do you even care about him when he doesn't care about you? Anyway. Once we started having the mass casualty incident, they were starting CPR on several people, um, and it happened all at once. Oh, well, that's interesting, said Executive Chief of the Houston Police, Larry Satcher-White. That's an interesting last name. <coughs> it seemed like it had or it happened over the course of just a few minutes. Suddenly, we had several people down on the ground experiencing some type of cardiac arrest or some type of medical episode. Um, Houston police said approximately two dozen people were rushed to the area hospitals um, and that at least 11 were in cardiac arrest while having transported or while being transported. Some of the injured were as young as 10 years old. Additionally, more than 300 patients were treated. I'm 
I need to get a new heater. Um, some of the injured were as young as 10 years old. Additionally, more than 300 patients were treated at a field hospital location set up near the festival. Wow. Am I still recording? I am. Yay. Um. Uh, what? I wasn't finished. Why did it decide to just redo the page? There's still a lot more. <sighs> Cocaine. Okay. Um. Houston police said approximately two dozen people rushed to the area hospitals. Okay. It seemed like it happened with just over the course of just a few minutes, said Satter White. Suddenly, we all had several people down on the ground, experienced some type of cardiac arrest or some type of medical episode. Um, witnesses said fans were screaming at the stage crew in an attempt to convince them to stop the concert, but no one listened. Okay, here we go. There is um, a video. Let's see what this is. Wow. Um, so, if you guys haven't heard, like, the beginning of the video, um, there's two people that came up to a cameraman, um, who was filming the concert, and they were screaming, there's somebody dead in there, there's somebody's de somebody's dead out there. Stop the show, stop the show, stop the show. Um, and this man who is filming isn't doing anything. It's, it looks like he's very conflicted on whether he should keep filming or go out and help. Um, I don't know. I, I, I can't. I can't. Mm -mm. That, it, it upsets me and I'm trying not to be mad today. I have, I'm actually having a good day. <laughs> I just decided to do the podcast because I was having a good day. But knowing that I was going to speak on stuff like this, funny uh I can't stand that I have no words I have no words on why people don't it's dumb this whole concert should have never happened it should have never happened Because if they knew that they didn't have the right safety precautions in place, if they did not have like a capacity, like a number of people that are allowed to be in the concert for it being safe. And not only that, I don't, where is this? It was in Houston. Okay, so never mind. I was gonna say like, 
um, if it were in LA or anything like that, they would have had like safety COVID procedures to where people would be like at a safe distance. Maybe. But everything's so contradicting nowadays with the COVID-19 procedures, which I think is bullcrap. I do. I don't believe in COVID-19. But um, the safety procedures that some concerts do have, according to the COVID-19 thing, would have helped in preventing this incident, if you know what I mean. So if, like, they were able to keep people at a distance, this would have never happened, I guess. Um, But I just see the insensitivity of this this cameraman that was just um, up there, and he's... I don't even know what he was trying to say. It just kind of looked like he's trying to do his job, trying not to be bothered by the fans and everything, and he doesn't do anything. Like, I don't know. If that were me, or if that were anybody I knew that was the cameraman, I know that they would have gone down there to help. And the guy had a freaking cowboy's hat on. I want to slap you with it. You're not worthy to be a cowboy fan. Anyway. Soon after the event, Scott tweeted he was devastated uh, with what took place, adding uh, his prayers go out to all of the families impacted. Bro, uh, your prayer probably doesn't work because you were rapping about the devil in that video, so... Anyway, the multi-day festival was canceled for the rest of the weekend and authorities have opened an investigation into the tragic incident. Lawyers representing the attendees allege um, the tragedy was both predictable and preventable. Scott was reportedly warned about the dangers of the crowd just before the Astro World Festival kicked off. I see... Um, according to the New York Times, Houston um, Police Chief Troy Finner, who knows Scott personally, met with the rapper before the event. Finner reportedly raised concerns to Scott, but the crowds uh, about the crowd's energy, which had been building for months. Um, despite the warning, Scott continued with the show. Scott was has a history of inciting violence at his shows. Well. Why was this... Why did this... Why did people let this happen in the first place if they knew that this was going to happen? In 2015 and 2017, he was arrested and charged for allegedly encouraging moshing at concerts, which left people injured. Um, uh, In the meantime, Scott, Drake, and Live Nation are now being sued for a total of $750 million amid the uh, Astro World Music Festival tragedy earlier this month. Uh, the suit was filed by a Houston civil court, which included 125 World Festival victims, the family of lost loved ones, and attorney Tony Busby, who claim the two rappers and the production company um, acted negligently in planning the concert. Apple, who live-streamed the event, is also named in the suit, along with Epic Records and Harris County 
uh, Sports and Convention Corporation. Um, Busby has stated that his firm intends to file another suit uh, with a hundred more named named plaintiffs. Rapper Scott um, more recently claimed he didn't know people were injured or killed during his Astro World Festival until after the event. In an interview with radio host Charlemagne, Charlemagne, interesting, uh, that God, Charlemagne the God, bro. No, change your podcast name, bro. Stupid. Released recently, Scott also denied hearing people yelling for help during the concert. Scott claimed. The loud music and bright stage lights made it hard for him to see what he was doing in the crowd. When asked in the interview when he found out about the tragedy that had occurred, Scott said it wasn't until minutes after the press conference. Uh, After the show, you're kind of hearing things, but I didn't know the exact detail until minutes before the press conference, replied Scott. So far, Scott has denied all responsibility for the deaths of uh, and injuries at the event. Okay, um, I'm not going to sit here and defend Travis Scott at all, but I do believe that you know his team behind him, you know, and him, of course, him, Drake, and all the other artists that were involved in this incident do have the responsibility to make sure that their fans are safe. If they care about their fans, they will make sure that they're safe. That's the one thing that um, people should really be caring about, especially if they're famous. Like, make sure that the fans are safe, because the fans make your fame. Just let me know. Um, But I do believe that Um, certain things are kept from certain celebrities or singers or whatever about the concert until, like, the day after or a few days after, um, for whatever reason, we, we do have to kind of put into consideration that, um, people in the industry are going to be left blind in order for them to act a certain way. So, um, that's what I mean. But as far as him not taking responsibility, that's all him, and that's pretty cowardly of him. Okay, here we go. Uh, Biden is going to be talking about the Omicron variant, which I think is bullcrap, but, you know, we'll just, just, just read it. We'll read it for entertainment. Uh, Biden noticed... Oh, I'm sorry. Um, I was in the middle of it. Rather than spreading Christmas cheer, Biden voiced his intention to slow the spread of COVID-19 using measures already proven to be ineffective. Interesting. Uh, first, he wanted to address address fears that his reaction to the new variant would mirror that of the country's initial response to the coronavirus. Another question that folks are asking is, are we going back to the March 2020? Not, I'm sorry, this is what he was talking about. 
are we going back to March 2020? Not this last March 2021, but March 2020 when the pandemic first hit. That is what I keep getting asked, Biden said. The answer to that is absolutely no. So we're not going to be quarantined, right? We're not going to be quarantined again. That's a lie. I know it has to. If we don't get quarantined in January, I would be very, very startled. But however, the former vice president did tell Americans to worry about Omicron, but to refrain from panicking. Uh, Kamala, I don't even know if you really deal with anxiety, but worry leads to panic. So, um, shut up. Biden made sure to let the public know that although he occupies the White House, the buck stops with the unvaccinated. Here we go. If you're not fully vaccinated, you have a good reason to be concerned, he continued. You may... I'm sorry. You may think you're only putting yourself at risk, but it's your choice. Your choice is not just a choice about you. It affects other people. You're putting other people at risk, your loved ones, your friends, neighbors, strangers you run into, and your choice can be the difference between life or death. Can we just give Biden a hand for actually constructing a sentence that makes sense? Can we just give him a hand, please? I mean, the guy actually can talk right now. But no, as far as the unvaccinated, leave the unvaccinated alone. They have woken up. They don't they don't care about the vaccine. They don't care about your um, virus that you have cooked up from a lab in China. There are so many viruses out there that have actually been a pandemic out and about way back then that have been patented by the government. Okay. Um, if you have not um, listened to my MK Ultra series from down the rabbit hole, it talks all about biochemical warfare and how the government back then and even now has been very in love with how how it scares people into being controlled. So, um, yeah, COVID-19 is probably also patented by the government. Biden noted that the relative unpopularity of vaccine mandates, uh, but they are legal and effective. New York City has uh, seen a sharp uptick in positive cases uh, despite uh, its vaccine. Uh, passport and an upcoming vaccine mandate. Delaware uh, native announced the opening of 10,000 vaccination sites in order to combat the pandemic of the unvaccinated. However, Biden failed to note that the recent studies showed vaccines and boosters are 10 times less effective against Omicron and previous strains of the virus. Can we just talk about the Omicron virus real quick? Real quick. All right. Omicron just has flu and common cold-like symptoms. People have researched this. People have said 
it leaves you exhausted as if you have just come home from work. Um, that's not scary. What would really be scary is if people were coughing up blood in a lung from this. People are only getting flu-like symptoms and common cold-like symptoms from the Omicron virus. It's nothing to be afraid about. Biden also touted taxpayer-funded-at-home COVID tests since it's been seen that the vaccinated have spread the virus as well. No kidding! So guess what? Your vaccine doesn't work. No wonder. And now, and you're still pointing the finger to the unvaccinated saying that we're the problem when the vaccinated also are spreading the virus. Maybe you should go back to the drawing board and find out what's going wrong with your vaccine, Biden. The FDA really, really needs to step it up if they really want to, you know, try to help people, which I know they're not going to. They don't want to. Although much of the blame was placed at the feet of the unvaccinated. Of course, people are more angry towards people who refuse to take the vaccination because they're not part of the uh, mass mentality to where, oh, if we believe the government, we'll be fine. Or if we believe the government and take the vaccine, we'll be okay. But they refuse to believe that even people who are getting vaccinated are still spreading the freaking virus. Um, it sounds to me like the vaccine is doing something different than minimizing any symptoms or uh, preventing the spread of COVID-19. It's doing something way different. Biden condemned media outlets that promote COVID treatments contrary to those encouraged by his administration. Yeah, condemning people on free speech ain't gonna work, uh, you raisin, so, um, that ain't gonna work, bro. But those choices have been fueled by dangerous misinformation on cable TV and social media. Um, you know these companies and personalities, uh, are making money by peddling lies and allowing misinformation that can kill their own customers and their own supporters, Biden stressed. It's wrong. It's immoral. What's immoral and what's wrong, Biden, is that you are still pushing the vaccine on people during a hurricane, which people aren't going to be freaking thinking about taking the vaccine before a hurricane hits. They're going to be wanting to be with their children and being with their families and making sure that they're safe enough and away from the blow of the path of that hurricane to even think about getting that. So you're insensitive, you're immoral, you're very wrong for that. For you to um, actually think that that's actually going to happen for people during a hurricane or during any sort of natural disaster is the most stupidest thing that ever came from your mouth. And you are the worst excuse for a president. You are the worst excuse for any type of leader at all. Um, I feel like if you were a fireman, okay, you would use a flamethrower to put out the flames. That's, that's how incompetent I think you are. And I am not sorry. I will not be sorry for it. You are unfit to be president. 
your leaders, the team behind you know that you are unfit, but they keep you in office in order for them, for their plans, for whatever agenda they want um, to be pushed is being overlooked by you. Um, they let you in the office because it's entertaining to them. And it's also easier to get things past you because you're that darn uh, stupid. You're stupid. And the fact that you think that the unvaccinated is the problem, Mr. President Joe Biden, you are the problem. At no point in his speech did the Democrat mention the national death of toll of Omicron, which currently stands in the single digits despite according to more for more than 70% of the new cases. Meanwhile, Biden wished um, the vaccinated a Merry Christmas while promising the unvaccinated a winter of severe death. You know what? I'm a Christian. I hope you have a Merry Christmas, Biden. But your words will come back to haunt you. That's all I'm going to say. Okay, we're gonna look together for a new um, story. And then I'm gonna have to take a break because I gotta make breakfast because I am just. I am that type of person that if I don't eat uh, breakfast, my whole day is ruined. <laughs> so um, let's go to where's where's politics? You know, you'd think that they would have politics news on here, but I guess not. Um, let's shuffle. Mm. Let's see. I don't want to talk about any cases. Uh, there's a lot of crime uh, stories on here. There's nothing real, like, interesting uh, politics-wise, but we're just going to do this one. GOP lawmakers encourage Senate Senator Manchin to switch parties. So, Senator Manchin, Joe Manchin, um from West Virginia has continued to garner um, attention over his moderate views, making them sorry, making him a wild card um, vote in the 50-50 split in the Senate. Um, after announcing he wouldn't be voting in favor of one of Joe Biden's initial Build Back Better offerings, which is the stupidest freaking Build Back Better. Build back what better? What are we building back better, sir? What are we building back, sir? I'm sorry. Inflation is skyrocketing because, for one, everyone who has accepted a stimulus check is now paying for that within taxes 
and within the inflation, everything that you buy now, you're paying for, you're paying the government for that stimulus check. Um, it wasn't actually given to you for free. Nothing's free from the government. Sorry. If it is, you're going to pay for it later at some point in your life. Um, what else? Oh yeah, there's uh, illegal immigrants coming in left and right. Uh, so who knows what's going on there. I know that there's going to be terrorists that see that weak point in America and yes, they're going to be slipping in. Um, so yeah, building back what better, sir? You have dozens and dozens of people unemployed because of this virus, because of this, and there's hardly anybody that wants to work anymore because of the stimulus checks, because of unemployment checks, and... Yeah, no, we're not building back anything. There's businesses that have to go out of business because there's not enough workers to help operate the business. There is not enough people to make money, so they have to raise the price of um, minimum wage in order for people to get interested in working again. Um... Homelessness is at an all-time high right now because, because of inflation and because of people not being able to work and not being able to make enough money, they are getting evicted from their own house, so now they're homeless. And I can tell you firsthand that is happening. That is happening to people that come into my job. People are homeless that come into my work and they're, they need a home. They need a place to stay. After announcing he wouldn't be voting on the favor of the Build Back Better offerings, many have begun to wonder whether or not he'd consider switching parties. Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell, Republican of Kentucky, said on Tuesday he would welcome Manchin to the other side of the aisle. Other Republican lawmakers have also encouraged Manchin to switch parties, including New Jersey Representative Jeff Van Drew, who switched parties in late 2019. How I become a Republican says a lot about um, today's Democratic Party, said Van Drew. I met with President Trump and he made me feel more comfortable and welcome in the Oval Office than Nancy Pelosi ever made me feel uh, in her caucus. Wow. Former Democrat Senator and presidential candidate Joe uh, Lieberman previously spoke uh, with One American News about the direction of the Democrat Party and how it relates to Manchin. Uh, back in October, Manchin said he discussed becoming an independent to avoid embarrassing other Democrats. Embarrass them! The only embarrassment is that Democrats actually still exist. Okay? Since then, it 
seems as though Manchin has distanced himself from the Democratic Party in the wake of uh, attacks from the fellow party members and the White House who accused him of betraying his commitments on Build Back Better. GOP Senator John Corrin, um, Texas, said Tuesday he also reached out to the West Virginia Democrat encouraging him to join the Republican Party after receiving backlash over his um, opposition to Biden's social spending plan. Corrin uh, said he hasn't heard back from Manchin yet, but said he would be the greatest Christmas present he can think of. Now, calm down, both parties. Calm down. Manchin is not an object. I would be excited, though. I would love to see any Democrat become a Republican. I would love that. I would love to see that happen. But, um, let the man make his choice. Slowly. I will, I want to see, I would love to see the Democrats squirm right now. Oh my God. I would love to be a fly on the wall right now. Goodness gracious. Getting any Democrat mad is entertaining to me. And this is where I decide to make myself breakfast and give you guys a break. Okay, now it's time for stuff that I find interesting that I'm going to read you from the app called Mix, also known as StumbleUpon.com. Kind of wish StumbleUpon.com was a thing, because that was such a fun app. But anyway... Let's get to it. Okay. These are the 11 apps that you should delete from your phone right now. So we're going to find out why. Here you go. There we go. I'm not going to sign into your website. 11, 11 apps you should delete from your phone right now. Okay. The smartphone for all its life-changing magic sucks. It sucks up your time, sucks up your battery, and sucks up your data. So we've compiled a list of the apps you should wipe from your phone stat. Those that track you, harm your mental health, and pretend to care about your privacy, but don't practice what they preach. Don't let tech trick you. Master your digital world with the best in class. Explain. I'm not... I like how, like, in the middle of an article, they direct you to another article, so I love that. Um, keep in mind that you should always do your research and try to familiarize yourself with the app developer company before downloading. Uh, that will be a good indicator of whether or not the app is trustworthy. Read the user comments. Um, and do a quick Google search of the app name to see if there are any news stories about it. And compare it to other applications with a similar function. If the app is a pedometer but is requesting way more data than other pedometer related apps, you might have a data leech on your hands. These are use common sense, weed out the bad apps, delete them now, and never look back. Alright. One is Gas Buddy. I've never heard of it. 
Um, unfortunately, heaps of, use of useful and practical apps are some of the most serious threats to your own data security. That's because they depend on data, period. Take Gas Buddy for example. It is meant to save, or it's meant to help you save precious cash uh, at the pump by letting you compare prices at gas stations nearby wherever you are. But at also, but that also means it's gathering loads and loads of location data to make those calls. Uh, the company recently told its users about the privacy policy change through an email and a push notification. The company's general console told Popular Mechanics, if you access the service through a mobile device and your preferences are set to permit collection of the information, we will also automatically collect information about your driving habits, including, but not limited to, driving uh, distance, speed, acceleration, and braking habits. The privacy policy reads in part. Portion of the privacy policy relates to a feature called Drive, which collects information to tell you um, about your driving habits. Gas Buddy said uh, it's an opt-in service. Still, if you want to use the app at all, you've got to fork over at least some of the, that precious data. Um, that's true of any services that use geolocation. Sure, just the gas station location data uh, could be used to triage locations like where you work, live, and go out, but explicitly collecting data on your whereabouts in the, con in the background all of the time feels like a full-on manifestation of Big Brother. Yes, TikTok. Oh no, I have TikTok. I like TikTok. <laughs> This one's gonna hurt me. <laughs> anyway, there had been a lot of controversy, controversies uh, in early. Okay, give me a minute. <laughs> I always have this problem. Y'all know I'm not a very good reader when it comes to um, reading out loud, but. Um, there have been a lot of controversies with, like, TikTok, so I understand. Um, I don't post that much on TikTok, and don't ask for my TikTok, okay? Um, for Rogue Radio, I don't want to put my face out there because of the things that I, you know, talk about online. Uh, I'm not gonna share any other Instagram or any other, you know, pieces of, like, when it comes to Rogue Radio, I want it to be separate from my personal life, if that makes any sense. So, don't ask for my TikTok, don't ask for my personal um, email or personal Instagram, Facebook, because if you do find it somehow, I'm not going to friend you, I'm not going to let you follow me, because that's just a breach of privacy. But, um, usually... All my listeners are very uh, considerate of my privacy, so thank you guys very much. I'm just saying. Don't ask for my TikTok, because you guys won't even guess what it is. Uh, in early July, Secretary of State Mike Pompeo said that the U.S. is considering 
um, a ban on TikTok, the widely popular social media app where teens create and share uh, short comedy clips, lip sync videos, and dances. Um, the virtual, the what is that freaking word? Vitriol uh, toward TikTok, which Beijing-based ByteDance owns and operates. Uh, partially stems from accounts that the platform acutely invades the privacy of its users, potentially passing on data to the authoritarian Chinese government. Um, yeah, I believe that. I believe that. I don't like that. Because TikTok, I, I love TikTok. It's such a good app. But I don't like that it's Chinese-owned. Um, like I said, I just don't. I don't agree with China, and I know China's listening, but I don't agree with the government there. However, there hasn't uh, been proof of any state-sponsored espionage. Um, the reason we have TikTok on this list, app does collect a ton of user data. Uh, and while it may not be malicious, users should at least be wary and ask themselves if a social media app needs to have access to information like your hardware IDs, memory usage, um, the apps installed on your phone, uh, your app address, or uh, most likely used Wi-Fi access points. Mm -hmm. Okay, number three is apps that steal your Facebook login credentials. Okay, I thought, okay, well, oh, they have, like, many. Okay, we're just gonna keep going. <laughs> um, Parisian, Parisian cybersecurity firm Avina, um, has identified 25 apps that use malware to steal your Facebook login credentials, strangely. A lot of them appear to be generic wallpaper or flashlight related apps. <clears throat> this malware could effectively ruin your online and on or offline life by making off with the credentials of one of your most valued pieces of real, uh, a digital real estate. And company said in a post on this on its website, Avina um, has worked with Google to have the apps removed from the play market, but if you have any of these installed on your device, be sure to uh, nix them ASAP. Super Wallpapers Flashlight, Padinatef, Wallpaper Level, Contour Level, Wallpaper, iPlayer and iWallpaper, Video Maker, Color Wallpapers, Pedometer, uh, Powerful Flashlight, Super Bright Flashlight, Super Flashlight, Solitaire Game, Accurate Scanning of QR Code, um, classic card game, junk file cleaning, um, synthetic Z, file manager, composite Z, screenshot capture, um, daily horoscope wallpapers, uh, Wuxia reader, plus weather, anime live wallpaper, eye health step counter, com.tqyap.fiction. Okay. So number four is surprisingly Angry Birds, okay. 
Depressing, but true. Angry Birds isn't your friend, even after all those years. Uh, released by Finnish developer Rovio Entertainment back in 2009, the bird launching game became an overnight success. Uh, what went wrong? Well, it all begins with Edward Snowden. Oh no. Edward Snowden is related to... How do, how does that have ties to Angry Birds? I, I want to know. Early on, the infamous whistleblower claimed the hit mobile game was uh, siphoning loads of data from users, but no one really took him seriously until it became national news that the U.S. Uh, National Security Agency and its British counterpart, the government communications headquarters, actually were collecting and transmitting personal data about the game's users. See, this is what I'd like to know. Why do they need to siphon data from civilians? That's what I'd like to know. It, this is like, it is a form of Big Brother. It makes me want to delete, like, everything that I don't use that much. Um, an ad platform hidden in some of the game's code let the company target advertisements to its users, and in an unfortunate twist of fate, um, that ad data is completely visible. That meant sensitive data like phone numbers, call logs, location, political information, and seven, or and even uh, information about users' sexual stem, sexual orientation, were public and available to those government agencies and beyond. Yeah. Delete Angry Birds. Delete it. Um, the developers say it's safe to use the app now, but maybe you should just take a break from uh, shooting pigs and flinging birds for a bit. Alright. Uh, so far, besides TikTok and Angry Birds, all the other ones I've never heard of. Um, this next one is IP Vanish VPN. Um, I know what VPN is. It's just, um, let's see what this is. VPNs are virtual private networks rose in popularity after the last 10 years, um, but they've been around since 1996. Their purpose is to mask your uh, internet activity and provide online privacy and anonymity by creating a private internet network for a public connection. VPNs mask your internet protocol um, location, making it virtually impossible to trace you. Uh, you can even make it look like you're browsing from Slovakia when you're actually in the US. Ironically, a majority of the VPN apps aren't safe including one of the most popular providers, IP Vanish VPN. YouTubers and other influencers heavily push the paid service because it has lucrative um, affiliate program. Uh, however, in 2018, IP Vanish was found to be logging uh, customers' data and, t and providing it to U.S. authorities, according to uh, a YouTube review by Lee TV. A tech review vlog. Mm. Let's see. Weird, right? Since it was caught, uh, IP Vanish quit that practice, but it uh, caused a myriad of 
trust issues for users, leading many to cancel their subscription and delete the app. That relationship with the government, while kaput, begs the question, who else could IPVanish be uh, sharing data with, while not adequately notifying customers? Facebook. I hardly ever use my Facebook now. I might as well now because it's starting to be partnered with Meta, which is a whole other story I might have to get into later. But nobody should be surprised that this one, or by this one, but if you haven't already, you should seriously consider deleting Facebook. Just like Instagram and Twitter, its users waste far too much time on the app, which often results in anxiety or depression, studies have found. Uh, but the cybersecurity issues are of equal use for concern. Last year's Cambridge Analytica scandal uh, led to eight, 87 million compromised profiles whose contents were breached in a massive data leak that resulted in a U.S. Federal Trade Commission probe. Uh, not only does Facebook continue to have data breaches almost constantly, including one this month already, but the company itself is also harvesting your data to build a profile of your ad for, for your advertisers. Um, Facebook's app can take photos and video, record audio, add and delete contacts, read your texts and your calendar, and more. Uh, the app also is constantly running in the background and sending you annoying push notifications that drain your battery and data limits. If you don't have an unlimited data plan uh, through your cell phone provider, if you just can't quit, you can add a shortcut to Facebook to the Facebook site on your phone's home screen and are on, on Android or bookmark under the favorites on iPhone to keep the data harvesting uh, to a minimum. Just remember to close the tab uh, or screen when you're done. Number seven is any and all of these Android apps infested with a new form of malware. All right. Have you ever heard of the Joker malware yet? Uh, just this month, it turned out that two dozen Android apps have been infected with the malware, which is designed to sign you up for subscription services without your permission. That could cost you hundreds and thousands of dollars if you don't routinely check your bank credit card uh, statements. So far, we have detected it in 24 apps which, uh, with over 472,000 installs in total. Cybersecurity uh, researcher Alex Sedges, um, whatever, uh, at CSIS Security Group wrote in a Medium blog, um, steals the victim's SMS messages and the contact list and device information. Some of the code's notes uh, he found were written in Chinese, so that could indicate where the threat originated. Uh, once the malware is identified, Google moved uh, the impacted apps from its store 
but if you've already purchased or downloaded one of the following apps, uh, not only should you in uninstall them um, immediately, but you should also check your bank and credit card statements in uh, to identify the fraud. Okay. It says, Advocate Wallpaper, Age Face, Alter Message, Antivirus Security, Security Scan Breach, or Beach, uh, Camera Board Picture Editing, cert Certain Wallpaper, Climate SMS, Call It uh, Face Scanner, Cute Camera, Dazzle Wallpaper, Declare Message, uh, Display Camera, Great VPN, Humor Camera, Ignite Clean, Leaf Face Scanner, Mini Camera, uh, Print Plan Scan, Rapid Face Scanner, uh, Reward Clean, <laughs> Ruddy SMS, Sobe Camera, Spark Wallpaper. All of those sound like they're um, apps that we wouldn't even really touch. Like they're something from a foreign country that uh, you shouldn't be downloading. Like scam. They all sound like scams anyways. But um, apps that claim, number eight is apps that claim to use RAM or RAM. Phones that or phones and computers rely on random access memory or RAM to um, store data and is needed right now or in the near future. Think about it like uh, fast memory. Without it, everything would be slower. But uh, to actually increase the RAM space in a device, you'll have to buy external drives and are often quite pricey. Apps that promise to increase your RAM space for free including RAM Booster Memory Cleaner 4GB or 4GB RAM Memory Booster App Lock um, are just are really just cleaning your cache to temporarily increase storage. That's something that your phone already has the capacity to do on its own so these apps seem to be nothing more than an excuse to serve your your ads and collect your data. Be wary. Turn okay, cam scanner is number nine. Turn your phone into a scanner, smart audio or smart auto crop. Produce same result as a physical scanner would do. Okay. Uh, unless you work from home, you probably don't have a fax machine or printer uh, with a built-in scanner readily available. So when your boss or landlord uh, asks you to sign a document, scan it, and send it back, that's where apps like Cam Scanner come in. Doesn't Google Drive and AirDrop from like iPads do that too? You, you don't have to really print it. All you have to do is just send it to them and they can do it. Mm. <sighs> Alright. The app lets you take a photo of a document and instantly turn it into a PDF. Cool, right? Of course, until the malware is... Uh, it's been infected with crawls into your phone. Um, in June, researchers at the Russian cybersecurity uh, company 
Kaspersky found malware in several different versions of the CamScanner app. The researchers uh, described the malware in a blog post. As the name suggests, the module is a Trojan dropper. Uh, that means the module extracts and runs another malicious module from an encrypted file um, included in the app's resources. This dropped malware, in turn, is a Trojan downloader that downloads more malicious modules depending on what its creators are up to at the moment. For example, an app with this malicious code may show intrusive ads and sign users up for paid subscriptions. Yikes. Um, it looks like the malware issue has been resolved since the cam scanner app is back on Google Play Store, but that betrayal of trust is enough reason to turn uh, to a similar app that does the same thing. Anyway, check out Adobe Scan Microsoft Office, Office Lens for safer alternative. No! Oh, this next one I've used! Oh no! I loved this app! Oh my goodness, okay, give me a minute. I'm not used to talking this much, so my head hurts when I talk too much. <laughs> if that makes any sense. <laughs> Number 10 is YouVersion Bible. Aww. Um, wait, was it YouVersion or iDisciple that I used? Had to have been. I, I know I've downloaded this before. Um, it's an incredibly simple app with the full text of the Bible and could poss what could possibly go wrong. The most popular Bible app, YouVersion, is uh, installed on about 300 million phones as of this year, and apparently um, it's the app's divine right to collect all your data. YouVersion uh, can collect or connect and disconnect to Wi-Fi whenever it wants, modify the content stored on your phone, track your location and read all of your contacts and it's probably not uh, to let a higher power know what you're doing it's most likely to serve you ads well of course you don't have to put that awful joke in there though bro um a rep from YouVersion told ExpressVPN that you have nothing to worry about. Apparently, the app's permissions are meant to ensure the best possible experience for our users and that the developer uh, is a nonprofit, uh, will not sell users' data or person personally identifiable information. We're not convinced. Yeah, that's interesting. Randonautica. Randonautica. Is this the, the one where uh, people... I swear to God. I know what this is because around quarantine everybody wanted to use this app because it would take them to like mysterious places when you put in a, um, a keyword and like creepy things would happen. So, look, we love random adventures as much as the next person, but not when those travels take you to a literal suitcase with corpses inside. Oh, Jesus Christ. That, that has happened at, at some point. I know that there have been, like, stories of that happening. 
which is um, exactly what the group of teens on TikTok discovered after using Randonautica, um, a choose-your-own-adventure-style app. To use the app, you simply share your location, set an intention, and follow uh, the on-screen instructions to some rendezvous point. It's basically a random number generator, uh, but users have certainly had some unsettling experiences. Although some of them could be explained um, a, a way through uh, confirmation bias. With this app, we're not as concerned about privacy or surveillance. It's um, So it's not necessarily dangerous to have it on your phone. The danger comes into play when you're visiting absolutely random spots, so please use caution. Don't go out alone at night and don't trespass on private property. Yeah. Don't. I've seen some, like, um, videos on YouTube, and trust me, I don't believe everything on YouTube. But there have been some creepy stuff that I have seen on, um, YouTube where people have used Randonautica, and I just don't trust it. So please don't use it. I care about you. Okay, so I have a special guest. His, Hello. Yep, his name is my husband, so, or Terrence. T-Baby. T-Baby. <laughs> or Moadib. <laughs> um, he will be putting some background commentary into my podcasts today. So, I found something very interesting online. Uh, this comes from Mental Floss. Um, this is something that me and Terrence do all the time. We go to the record store, and I look through the records, he looks through the movies. So, um, he's a movie buff. I'm just a vintage music person. I love uh, getting records that I find interesting. So, 10 records you might have owned that are now worth a fortune. <clears throat> what goes around comes around, and we don't just mean records on a turntable. Um, audiophiles swear by the sound quality of vinyl over CDs and MP3s and other files, and now younger generations are starting to see the light. Vinyl sales continue to increase with uh, each year as CD sales drop, which means that more and more young people are borrowing albums from their parents or buying their own, uh, while those who grew up with them are perhaps dusting off their cherished collections. Um, now, uh, new records are typically more expensive than other formats, but fans uh, would argue that the listening experience and ability to hold the music in their hands is worth um, the premium. There is also a culture of collecting <coughs> that comes with switching to vinyl that could pay off big time. Uh, if you know uh, what you have or what to look for, first uh, pressings by Big Axe and the Beatles are, or Bruce Springsteen and finds 
like misprints and pressings with alternate covers uh, can greatly increase the value of the vinyl uh, if the copies are kept in pristine condition. Before you dig through those uh, crates to listen to your favorite throwback LP, um, make sure that what you're holding isn't worth uh, a full semester of college. Um, there are some records that you may have or used to have that are worth way more than their original sticker price. Bob Dylan, the freewheeling Bob Dylan, 1963. Um, Dylan's second album changed a bit just before it was supposed to be released in 1963. And those track changes can mean a difference to tens of thousands of dollars um, if your copy falls in the right uh, on the right side of the fence. According to Record Mecca, four songs were replaced with newly recorded songs, but somehow uh, someone at the pressing plant uh, used the old version instead of the new masters uh, to press an unknown number of albums since. The album's released they, uh, a couple of stereo copies um, of the mistake pressings have surfaced and less than two dozen of the mono copies are known to exist. Uh, thought to be one of the most invaluable records, or sorry, most valuable records in the world, a mint copy of the former once sold for $35,000. The Beatles' White Album from uh, 1968. So, the Beatles' self-titled double album, uh, which later became known as the White Album, originally released in 1968, but not all copies were created equal. The members of the band and ex executives at the audio uh, were given copies stamped with serial numbers that began with, you really want me to read this out, A00000, um, which in consecutive order, A00001, A00002, etc. Okay, dang, I didn't know we were gonna get this technical. But the very first copy, which Clifford J. Yamasaki uh, of Let It Be Records purchased from the executive at Capitol Records um, in the 1970s, sold in 2013 for $35,000 a year after the copy was with a, a serial number of a zero 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 two three sold at an auction for thirteen thousand seven hundred and fifty um, dollars. Let's see. <clears throat> the odds that you once owned a copy of the album that had a low serial number are slim to none, but not impossible. David Bowie, Diamond Dogs. Oh, that's where they got that song. Okay. Um, I didn't know where the song came from. I've, I've heard it in so many, like, different movies and stuff. 
I just didn't know who um, actually sang it. Anyway, the original version of this David Bowie album was withdrawn because of cover artwork featured dogs, a dog's genitals. Okay. Um, the label RGA reportedly got nervous and um, decided to airbrush the area out for the final version, but some employees were smart enough to keep the originals back in 2003. Um, a copy sold on eBay for 35... 50. Wait, 3,550. Uh, given the amount of time that has passed since then, and the unfortunate act that Bowie was is now deceased, and you can imagine that these rare copies would sell for today. Sex Pistols, God Save the Queen, No Feelings, 7-inch, 1977. So... As the story goes, the English punk rock uh, band The Sex Pistols were signed uh, in early March 1977 by A&M Records and when and then famously dropped from the label only 6 days later because of their behavior. When it decided to cut ties with the band, the record company had already pressed 25,000 copies of their single God Save the Queen. The order, yeah, <laughs> well, you gotta understand they're from England, yeah, I like the saying, God save the kings, or God save the foolish kings from House of Heroes, if you guys haven't listened to that song, go and listen to it, God save the foolish kings by House of Heroes, <laughs> um, the order was given for the records to be destroyed, but over the past 39 years, nine copies have surfaced and have sold for upward of 8,600. No one knows how many copies were or are still unaccounted for, but someone surely has to be lucky number 10. Hank Mobley, Blue Note, 1568, 1957. What is that on his... Oh, oh, okay. It's him singing into a microphone. It just... My eyes could not make it out for a minute. Okay. Between 300 and 1,000 copies of this jazz record were uh, released in 1957 and is one small change that makes them more valuable than the other records from the label. According to the Vinyl Factory, the rumor is that Blue Note ran out of labels halfway through the first pressing of the album and standard the standard address for the record label is 47 West 30, 63rd NYC but some of the records have labels of 47 West 63rd New York 23 on one side there is some debate about the value though uh, as one record uh that did not have the special label still sold over 10,000 on eBay. The Beatles Please Please Me 1963. Um, according to the yeah, please please me. Um, according to the Beatles collecting guide, the album Please Please Me is was released in a hurry on March 22nd, 1963 in Great Britain. 
There were multiple pressings of the album in uh, the first year that collectors pay attention to the labels uh, to tell which is the rarest album of them all. Uh, they first, the very first pressing uh, features gold lettering and a black label that is considered the holy grail for Beatles fans. The mono version in mint condition is worth a few hundred bucks, while the stereo version is said to be four times as valuable as the 4200 range. Uh, if you are, if you or your parents were riding the wave with Paul and the boys from the beginning, hopefully someone had the foresight not to open the copy. The Beatles Yesterday and Today, 1966. And why? Someone please tell me why they have just baby doll pieces and, like, meat on their laps. Uh, okay. The original butcher cover of the... This record was not well received, so Capitol Records spent $250,000. Huh? Yeah. Uh, recording, or no, recalling the 750,000 copies that had already been shipped to stores. The covers were changed, but uh, as with most recalls, some of the original copies remained out in the world and have been sold for as much as. $15,300. If you unknowingly inherited one of these strays, it's time to cash in. Bruce Springsteen, Spirit in the Night, 7 Inch, 1973. Um, collector John Marshall of TheMoneyMusic.com uh, once told Los Angeles radio station K Earth that Springsteen first release uh, with Columbia Records can fetch uh, as much as $5,000. Uh, Discogs lists never as the last time a copy was sold on the <clears throat> website but if you found and held onto a copy you could be the first The Rolling Stones Street Fighting Man No Expectation 1968 According to the listing for a record um, that the Bonhams sold for $17,000 the original picture uh, sleeve for the American release of the Rolling Stones single Street Fighting Man with no expectations um, on the B-side featuring a photograph of police brutality during riots in the 1968 Chicago Democratic National Convention. The record label decided it was too controversial and withdrew the sleeves. Bonham's um, estimates uh, that there are between 10 and 18 copies out in the world. Nirvana, Bleach release, 1992. I like the color of their albums, though. The red and the white. That's cute. I like that. The Bleach, or when Bleach was initially released in 1989, the first printing was limited to 1,000 copies, which were sold to music fans at Lemfest in Seattle. Those copies are now worth a couple hundred dollars, but they are not the most 
uh, valuable. The label Sub Pop experimented with different marbling techniques for the subsequent pressings, and one in particular could now uh, be worth around $1,500. For or more of a bundle uh, than a singular record, the red and white marbled LP uh, was shrink-wrapped with blue seven with a blue seven inch and uh, there were only 500 numbered sets made. Okay, cool. And that's that article, guys. Alright, last random article and then we're on to world news, guys. Let's go. Okay, here we go. Last story. Let's do this. 15 fast food menu items you should never order again. And I think this is the same article that made me want to... Alright, you know what? We're gonna read it anyways. We're gonna, we're gonna see if we get past it. Okay, fountain soda. This is according to employees. So one employee said, In a local coffee and donut shop, um, nobody ever cleaned the soda machines. They are so gross. The first time I cleaned them, I asked if anyone knew how to do it and nobody knew. Nobody had ever done it. Oh my god, that's disgusting. Iced cappuccino. The ice cap machine never gets cleaned. Never ever. Bread twists. For the love of God, stop ordering your bread twists. Unless you want the cinnamon ones. Uh, you can order the Parmesan bread bites. It's the same amount of dough in total for like three bucks cheaper. Nachos. For the same price as a burger or pasta, your, or literally anything else in the menu, you got a fistful of cheese on top of some chips. The cheese comes in a can that looks like super gr like a super gross paint can. Oh, that's great. Um, coffee. Do not buy the coffee unless it's early morning when we first open. Otherwise, you're gonna drink coffee that's been sitting out for a solid five hours at least. Decaf coffee. <laughs> Maybe uh, this was just one I worked at, but... We didn't actually brew any decaf. Whenever someone ordered it, uh, my manager would just have me water down the regular coffee. That's awful. Oh. Oh. I don't like this. Oh. Mm. Um. Shrimp entrees. Ha <laughs> Uh, don't buy any shrimp entrees if you actually want to... Uh, if you actually want to have a full meal. They purposely use a smaller serving spoon to make it appear you're getting a lot of food. But, uh, believe it or not, it was six shrimps per serving max as- or was the policy. <sighs> okay. White mocha anything. Nobody who values their health should order white mocha anything. It's absurdly unhealthy and disgusting to work with. 
anything with ice. Ice machines do not get deep cleaned, they get sanitized, but that's superficial. Um, the inner workings, the ice tray, water tubes are impossible to clean without running a full cycle with a heavy chemical meant to utterly strip the bollocks out of the machine. You really shouldn't be using any restaurant ice uh, dispensers. They're almost never cleaned and when tasted have tons of bacteria. Oh wow. Hmm. Spaghetti is probably the worst value, not because it's, oh this next one is spaghetti, um, it's particularly bad, but it's just bulk buy spaghetti, too much salt, and some oil for almost as much as any of the other actually complicated pastas. Sweet tea. Sweet tea for any, uh, or any variation in the meal <laughs> uh, containers. Um, they just get rinsed out and, and oftentimes when whoever is making it, they drop the giant spoon into the mix and fish it out with their bare hands. That's disgusting. Rolled chicken tacos. Oh, y'all need to stop ordering the rolled chicken tacos. I'm begging you. I've tried them without sauce. They are 100% flavorless. The flavor comes from whatever sh uh, shorty side sauce you order. <laughs> oh my god. Shorties? No, whatever shorty side sauce. I don't know. Maybe it is from shorties. Who knows? Uh, personal pan pizzas. Don't get the personal pans. It's overpriced. You can get a medium pizza with one to two toppings for the same price or maybe a dollar more. Burger with lettuce wrap. Uh, please, for the love of God, don't order the, a lettuce wrap. There's nothing gross or anything. It's just so annoying to put together and put toppings on. Um, the thing is, ma'am... I, mean, I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that either. There's Right. Because there are people who have Cialis disease and... and who have diabetes who can't eat the bread like Who can't eat bread like that, exactly. So, uh, ma'am, maybe you should just quit your job. Mm. Tuna salad. Who would want tuna salad from a, any anything? From anywhere? The tuna isn't even refrigerated. It comes in a bag as a pink rectangle that we break apart. Ew. That's one part tuna and two parts mayo, and then customers will order even more mayo with it. We go through so much mayo per day that it makes me want to vomit. Uh, the only thing I would advise against is eating is the tuna. Wow. Alright, that's the foods that you should never have from fast food restaurants. Basically everything. <laughs> okay, we're gonna cover Slovakia because Slovakia is um, 
the newest country that has started listening to Rogue Radio. So thank you very much for becoming a renegade. We love you. We support you. And we welcome you with open arms. Thank you so much. Welcome. Yeah. Okay, I found this kind of interesting, so let's read it. A political low, Slovakian president slams MP for um, Facebook post about her daughter. Okay. Slovakian uh, lawmaker has faced backlash after sharing an image on Facebook of the president's daughter. Tamas Tabara, or Taraba, sorry, a populist uh, and independent MP, has been accused of attacking 17-year-old Emma Kaputova um, after she appeared uh, in a fashion show. President Zuzana Kaputova, uh, the first woman ever to hold post, has slammed the lawmaker's social media post, attacking a politician <clears throat> over his or her children is, politi- is a political law, uh, she said on a Facebook post. Uh, MP uh, Taraba would never have been interested in my daughter if it was not to my function. Human wickedness is stupidity, or and stupidity is what I have to face in life, but leave my children out of it, she added. Several other Slovakian politicians have uh, voiced their support for the president and her family condemning uh, Taraba's post. See, this is what I'd like to know. What did Taraba say? <laughs> uh, police in the country have also labeled Taraba's remarks as cyberbullying, but the MP uh, has dismissed the criticism and denies the accusations uh, of online harassment. Human wickedness and stupidity. Um, the controversy centers on a photo from the Slovakian fashion live event. Uh, that was reshared by Taraba, a former member of the far-right People's Party, uh, R. Slovakia. Emma uh, Kaputova, uh, the younger daughter of Slovakia's president, uh, had appeared as a model during Sunday's show event. After yesterday, we know that we have a new top model in Slovakia, Taraba said, um, in on a Facebook alongside an enlarged photo of the 17-year-old girl. Users, uh, online users believe the comments were derogatory about Emma's appearance or that Taraba had implied that she had been given special treatment to appear in the fashion show. Uh, the MP was widely criticized online for his remarks with Fashion Live uh, describing it as a public attack. We find it totally unacceptable that MP Taraba uh, publicly humiliated the president's daughter and call on him to publicly apologize in an Instagram post. Um, but Taraba was rejected or has rejected the accusations and says that he himself has been a victim of online bullying. The 41-year-old MP who left uh, L... SNS to find the populist Zivot uh, Norodana. I don't, I can't pronounce it, I'm sorry. Um, 
Okay. Responded to the criticism in the Facebook video. I wrote that we have a new model in Slovakia. And that's it, Travis told his followers. Um, I did not write anything other than that one sentence. Taraba's Facebook status is also being assessed by the authorities as an attack on a minor inciting hatred and bullying. See, okay. Um, I understand, like, some people can have, like, um, I don't know. They can be sarcastic like that. Like, people can easily say something like Taraba said, and it can be taken as sarcasm. But the thing is, is that we don't, they don't have really any solid proof of why, why he did it. Maybe he was proud of her. We don't know. Um, he can't, he also cannot control the comments that follow that post either, which, um, I feel like if he really wanted to, he could like, um, delete some of those comments that were unkind, but then again, I don't know the politics in Slovakia, so I don't even know. <laughs> uh, police said in a statement that Taraba had crossed boundaries with his online comment about Emma Kaputova, um, a person who is supposed to be a person of high authority, decided to subject an underage girl who was not even 18 years old. Um, to a public lynching, police said. Um, it does not matter whose daughter it is, it is a barefaced attack on a child because of her appearance. But all he said that it was a new model. It is an um, exemplary case of cyberbullying and it is medieval. It's something that the police force has been fighting against for years, the statement added. Um, it is a graphic demonstration that callous behavior on the internet can reach a level of bullying that can lead to the greatest human tragedies. Slovakian police have added that cyberbullying is a real global problem that has increased during COVID-19 pandemic. It's always been... Cyberbullying has been a pandemic before the pandemic hit. Don't say, oh, especially during... COVID-19. No, it's been going on way before COVID-19. Don't. Don't. President Kapu- uh -oh. Yeah, <laughs> don't. President uh, Kap Kaputova, uh, her office has since urged online users not to respond to the MP uh, with vulgarities and more hate. So, okay, she is trying to, like, kind of dissipate, like, Okay, you did this to my daughter, but don't spread any hate towards him. I, I'm okay. I, I understand that. That's okay. But, um, I don't understand what he did wrong. All he said was, oh, there's a new model in Slovakia now. And he can't control how people react to that. But then again... I'm not going to sit here and say that I'm an expert on the government. I'm not an expert in Slovakia or their culture or society. So, yeah. See you in the trenches next time. I hope you have a wonderful day.